In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Deuteronomy 13, verses 6 through 11, where I'll ask the question, why stone those encouraging idolatry? Deuteronomy 13, verses 6 through 11 says, If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or the wife you embrace, or your friend, who is as your own soul, entices you secretly, saying, Let us go and serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, some of the gods of the people who are around you, whether near you or far off from you, from one end of the earth to the other, you shall not yield to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him, nor shall you spare him, nor shall you conceal him, but you shall kill him. Your hand shall be first against him to put him to death, and afterwards the hand of all the people. You shall stone him to death with your stones, because he sought to draw you away from the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. And all Israel shall hear and fear and never again do any such wickedness as this among you. Deuteronomy is the second telling of the law that Moses is giving to the people of Israel as they're preparing to enter into the promised land. This is after their 40 years wandering in the wilderness. And the message that Moses gives to the people is this, you shall not put up with anyone trying to get you to worship other gods. You see, the Lord knows that this is the great temptation that the people of Israel will face that they will be tempted to worship other gods, gods besides him, the gods of the Canaanites that the people of Israel are pushing out of the land. This temptation is going to be there for them to worship these false gods instead of the Lord, their God, who brought them up out of Egypt. So this command comes forth, the command to stone anyone, encouraging them into idolatry. So here are three thoughts. From Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 6 through 11, answering the question, why stone those encouraging idolatry? Thought number one, no mercy. There is not to be any mercy if somebody is trying to lure the people of Israel into idolatry. The one person that they are trying to lure into is to be the first to begin the stoning. They are to be the ones that are first and foremost in bringing forth this capital punishment upon this person who is luring and enticing and encouraging the worship of false gods. There isn't supposed to be any mercy in this at all. You're not supposed to be any sort of respecter of person when it comes to this sin. If it is your son, if it is your daughter, if it is your wife, if it is your best friend, you are to be the first to cast the stone against them. That's pretty tough for us to wrap our minds around, isn't it? I mean, didn't Jesus himself say, let he who is out sin cast the first stone when he's dealing with the woman caught in adultery? Well, yes. And this is the command that the Lord gives to the people of Israel, that they are not to put up with anyone, anyone at all who is enticing them to idolatry because this is the great sin that will ultimately separate the people of Israel from God. Thought number two, the Lord your God. Here's the reason, here's the reason why you're supposed to stone those encouraging idolatry, why you're supposed to stone those encouraging false worship. It's because the Lord their God, the Lord 
who spoke from Sinai. He is the one who brought Israel up out of slavery in Egypt. He is the one who has made this covenant promise with them to be their God and they be his people. He is the one who is pushing the Canaanites out of the land so that Israel might go in and possess it. It's the Lord their God that they ought to be serving. And the Lord is a jealous God. He will not tolerate any sort of syncretism. He will not tolerate the worship of other gods in his land. He will not put up with it. And this is what the people are supposed to do on the individual level. If someone is enticing you to worship a false god, somebody other than the Lord their God, then that person must be condemned. Thought number three, warning to others. It's because it is such a strict rule. And it's because it is supposed to take place so very quickly that the punishment for this activity serves as a warning to others. You see, if you know that the result of enticing others to worship a false god could very well lead to your death, then the people will know that this is not something that they should be playing around with. It is not a game. And if it happens, if it takes place, then it's a warning to all of the people of Israel that there are true believers there in their midst that will not tolerate false worship, that will obey the Lord's command to stone those encouraging idolatry. And it serves to warn everyone to know that they must serve only the Lord their God. When you're going through the Bible and you're reading the entire text, you come across passages like this, and so very often they, they turn people off. They make us uncomfortable. We don't like it because it doesn't fit in with the idea of loving your neighbor as yourself. But we need to recognize that loving your neighbor as yourself is the second commandment. And the first is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. You do that by serving him and serving him alone, as is commanded in the book of Deuteronomy. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Deuteronomy chapters 13 through 15. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.